All right, we're going over uh, an article that we've read, and uh, we're we're going through another list. Yeah, we got. Uh, we're good at the lists. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. We'll just be dad's worldwide lists. List. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening, people. Dads worldwide. The first word in family management, family budgeting, insurance, bills, food, vacations, research and development, homework, emails, phone calls. Last week we tried to do an oil change and ended up with a new car. Security. Doors are locked. Windows shut. House alarm is set. Fingerless gloves. Dads worldwide. Loyal listeners, possibly you. This is Dads Worldwide. I'm Brendan. I'm Jim. Welcome to another episode. Thank you for listening. Yes. Uh, Welcome back. Yeah. Can't wait to go over this article. I, you know, I, I can't wait to show this to my wife because I haven't showed it to her yet. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure she'll read it all yeah. the way through. <laughs> I, I came across this and I'm extremely excited about it. So excited that I didn't even read the article. I just keep reading the title of the article. Well, that's all you need. That's all I need. That was enough. Really? Really? Backing. So what, how was your week? What did you do? Yeah, you know, the we, full, this is the full week after vacation. Full week after, you know, it's funny as we came back from vacation, and we yep. planned another vacation, and we're leaving this weekend to go on another vacation because we needed a vacation from the vacation. From the vacation. Oh, yeah. nice, nice. Where are you going? Well, we're going down. We got a uh, two nights down at a resort on the Cape. Oh, nice. So we're gonna go down and try to try to get a little bit of a beach day in, maybe get some lobster. Nice. Trying to uh, make up for your gray beach day in York. Yes. Yeah, we went to York Beach. There's nothing worse than planning a beach day. And I don't even like the beach. But if I am going to the beach, I'd like it to be sunny. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So rookie mistake, rookie dad mistake number one. I didn't You didn't look at the weather. Right. And I just assumed that it had been hot as balls for like 75 days. <laughs> that maybe we could make a 76. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> I mean, I feel like uh, that's kind of in the dad purview. You yeah. become an amateur meteorologist. Right. You know, so, you have to check the weather at least three times a day um, and make sure everyone in the house knows exactly what's going on. And I, and I, I do have the news on in the morning for at least an hour. I still but you're not really watching it. You're just in oh. the background. Yes. It's yeah. in the background. <laughs> Um, and more or less, I become a rookie fashion consultant during the news these days, and I just critique what everyone is wearing. That's awesome. And then I get lost. I just showed just a, I just showed my wife the uh, title of the article. Yeah. And her first response was, and it'll make sense once we tell everybody what the article is. But she she goes, doesn't she doesn't even look like you. Yeah, she does. She goes. She just kind of like shrugged her shoulder, like, "Well, we'll see." <laughs> so the, the the title of the article is "Babies Who Look Like Their Dads Are Healthier." Studies say this is the college I want to go to. These, yeah, this is what they're studying. These are the important studies that yeah. colleges are doing right now. Oh my god! 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, what else would you really have to study at this point other than dads? So, Brendan, you have three children. Mm-hmm. Two boys. I do, girl. allegedly. Uh, <laughs> one of them is operating a jackhammer in the background right now as we Yes, speak. yes. Uh, when you go places and you see family you haven't seen in a while, mm-hmm. what do they say? Do they say, oh, my God, I can see you, or do they say they can see your wife? In so Jackson, my firstborn, definitely I get told he looks a lot like me, yep. and then uh, he can I don't talk know. to you. That is oh, yeah. that is for sure. He's <laughs> he is a talker. He's got me times ten. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's why. I don't know. I feel bad. He's going to get knocked down a peg or two (laughs) a lot. (laughs) Uh, But uh, uh, yeah. And then Maxwell is definitely my wife. And then uh, I don't know. I think Izzy, Izzy kind of looks like Jackson did, but I don't know if she really, Oh God, I hope she doesn't look like me. Good God. I'm not a pretty woman. So I mean, I'm not bad. Let's be serious. <laughs> I mean, on a scale of one to a million, you're definitely a hundred. So you're saying there's a chance. Yes. It's it's so hard to tell, though, because Izzy's getting close to one. Genevieve just turned one. Uh, yeah. I, I see some, like, I. Genevieve definitely has my ears. Like, that is coming to fruition, that poor little girl. She has my eyes. But I really, it's it's like every day it, it almost, it's like it changes. Like some days I'll be like, oh, I can see myself. Some days I'm like, I see Jess. Some days, you know, I'll, Jess will show me a picture of Cam and the baby and I'll be like, oh my God, they're twins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. but it's just, it's like, it's always forever changing. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. I like, I want to say Maxwell, we kind of, I mean, I saw a picture uh, of Jamie when she was a baby, my wife, and I was like, well, that's Maxwell, (laughs) you know, I know. And then Jackson. Yeah. I guess I should start looking at baby pictures, but I I think Izzy's going to be more on, you know, my side. So. Yeah. So I have, I have a friend that has a uh, photography business. Yeah. And, um, I've been so the first year of having a child is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's fast. Things are nonstop. You have to eventually go back to work. It's, it's just crazy. So we haven't had uh, family pictures yet. Mm. We're awful. We haven't had family pictures <laughs> ever. <laughs> so my friend who's a photographer is like, you are awful. She said, bring me that baby. She needs to have pictures. Yeah, we're not we're not the normal family. We just kind of yeah, we don't we don't do pictures. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean the- we, we do occasional like family pictures, like when we're at like Christmas and you know, that type of thing. But we don't we don't make special trips to do, do the you got a couple school age kids, do they do you do the school photos? Very little, but yeah. yeah, yeah, they're expensive. They're expensive, right? They want a lot of money for that. 
Yeah. I can take a picture with my phone and send it to Amazon. They'll send me like 20 prints for like $10 or like, like nothing like a, like a cent a picture or something like that. And And I think that's cool photos want like, yeah. Yeah. In the world of like cell phones and digital photos. Insane. Yeah. You don't need all these formal portrait type setting anymore. But so anyway, regardless. Yeah. 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 My friend is, you know, Adam. Yeah. She's like, you bring this baby to me. She needs to have some pictures done. So I'm bringing the baby to her. Uh, but yeah, so in a year, we haven't really done any type of form. Like we didn't do uh, an announcement. Uh, we didn't do announcement photos. We didn't do, you know, even. I, even- feel, I feel like there's a fine line because there's like people go picture crazy now. You know, you're like engagement photos, wedding photos baby bump photos uh and then you've got baby photos until a year old and then you've got family photos people are doing family photos while they're pregnant while they're baby after the baby arrived like I, it's like overload for me like ease up i don't know who decided engagement photos were a thing it's just i don't know you did you guys do them yeah you did yeah of course we did yeah. No, no, we didn't. We did not do engagement photo. We have never had a formal picture other than our wedding photos. You and I have a formal picture together. We're gonna. Well, have to, we'll have of, to co- of course. I mean, I mean, of course. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna put that up on the Facebook. Yeah. You can share it to the Instagram. <laughs> I mean, that's different. But we had formal photos done, but it, it's just it's just what had to had to happen. We just had to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there wasn't a choice there. No. Yeah, worldwide is a prestigious uh, organization. We need to um, have a face to. You need a portfolio. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. So let's get let's get <laughs> you you you're able to share this move, moving right along. <laughs> moving right. So uh, just scroll down a little bit. Let me read some of this. Uh, So a a new study shows that fathers are more likely to have a leading role in their baby's life if he sees a resemblance in their physical appearance. So I have an issue automatically with sentence number one. So if the dad doesn't see a resemblance, does that mean he doesn't have... He's less likely to have a leading role in the baby's life. That doesn't. That baby doesn't even look like me. I'm out. I'm out. Peace. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that happens. But is that really the reason, though? No. Come on now. Yeah. Kids who are close with their dad are more socially and academically advanced than children without father figures in their lives. Hmm. Now, I mean, that's just, you know, I'm sure that there's a statistical number to, to back up that statement. I'm sure the, the, this college did. Well, I mean, it says, but several studies have found that father's involvement is specifically advantageous. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, several studies. We've talked about this in the past. I mean, obviously the ideal situation for a child is to grow up into a household and I don't even want to say with a mother and father. It shouldn't no, be just two probably adult figures. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, whether it's the mother, mother, father, 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 mother, you know, as long as they have two legitimate role models in their lives, I think that they're, they're and, and, and I'm sure there are plenty of kids out there that were raised in a single family home that are successful and whatnot, but study after study does show that children have a better, uh, chance at becoming successful or more confident in themselves when they they grow up in a two-parent household yeah to me that's just common sense right i mean if 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 you're in a single parent household if that that other parent's working all the time then they're not home disciplining and teaching you things right correct so yeah to me that just makes complete sense but i i agree with you i mean i think it's just you know having two adults there who are teaching you the rights and wrongs. Right. So this sentence was the highlight of this article. Let me just read it. And then I'm going to tell you why I got a kick out of it. The more a baby looks like their dad, the more a dad feels like the baby is his and the more bonded they will feel with the baby because they look similar. So the fact that you had sexual relations with your wife to get her pregnant was not enough. The baby has to look like you in order to, for you to feel like it's your own. Oh, come on now. <laughs> come on. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. Yeah. It seems ridiculous. Right. Uh. To me, this this just screams insecurity as a parent. Yeah, someone that doesn't want to. Yeah, I don't. I, I, uh, how does that even, that bonding, like, I, I, the, I don't understand how that matters, whether or not the baby looks like you. Maxwell looks nothing like me. I bonded with him. I mean, unbelievably, I feel like I, I bonded. Mean, I bonded with him just as well as I bonded, probably even better than I bonded with Jackson at first. You know did what I mean? You question whether or not you—that was your child because he didn't look like you. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, he came out like a Blasian kid. Oh, okay. I mean, why was it was a little awkward there at first? <laughs> we were calling him our little Blasian child because he was. It was he came out like purple. It was, it was crazy. And yeah. Yeah. So he, it was, uh, I mean, he looks nothing like me, <laughs> nothing, but, uh, but no, I never question it. I mean, I feel like if you question that, you question your wife's fidelity. Right. Right. So, here's the other thing. I mean, I've joked about it several times, well, but, I, but I didn't really, I mean, you have to, so. It always makes for the good dad joke. Yeah. <laughs> of course. What does a milkman look like? <laughs> so here's the other thing about this article that, that boggles my mind. So the, the, the title of this article is Dads, Children That Look Like Their Fathers Are More Likely to Be Healthier. But then at the very end of this article, it reads, for this study, researchers looked at about 700 families who had kids who lived only with their mothers. So how did they, how did they, come, how did they come to all of these scientific facts? They brought the dad in and were like, hey, this kid kind of looks like you. Oh, I should spend more time with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
It says they found a paternal resemblance to encourage the dad to spend more time with the baby. Were they paying the dads to spend more time with their baby? I don't like. I don't know. I don't. Do you really need a paternal resemblance to spend time if you know it's your child? I mean, we're not talking. We're not. We're not. We're not at the Jerry Springer level right here. If you know this is your child, and it comes out, and it it, it like we said in the first year, it's ever changing. Yeah. You know. So it's it's really hard to say, and I'm sure in some instances it's clear as day, but for me, it's hard to say on a daily basis who she looks like, yep. but that does not affect my wanting to be in her life and spend time with her and be a role model for her. Of course. Yeah. And it shouldn't. Right. Yeah. So I think we should go down a couple more paragraphs. Yep. Or at least a paragraph. One paragraph, yeah. Yeah. We interpret our results as evidence that father's time improves child health in fragile families, Tracy said. In the report, the authors state that non-resident fathers with relatively low time investment are more responsive to father-child resemblance. Which is why they, they did 700 families in a single mother yep. household as the baseline for this study. Yes. <laughs> So Just, I guess that's this why. seems this seems like set up from the beginning. Like yeah. we're we're gonna see if like single family homes are better off with or without the father. I okay. So I mean, if this is some, if this is some technique to psychologically get fathers more involved into their child's life and it works mm-hmm. then so be it i'm all for it well yeah of course i mean anything that but i mean you know but, but, but if you're the- going to claim a study is <laughs> i don't know this just seems set up yeah or maybe obvious <laughs> or maybe obvious uh, I was I when I first read the title to this uh, story, I was really excited. And then as we, as you know, we read it and we got into the weeds of it. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? <laughs> you guys are stupid. <laughs> yeah. Who did this? So this was this came out of Southern Illinois University. You know, I like I said, I, me personally, I don't need Genevieve to, or I don't need to be able to say, oh, I can see definitely myself in Genevieve. That, you know, that makes me want to be more involved. I'm going to be involved with her no matter what, because I, I know she's my child. Yep. But... If we're, you know, in a situation where it's a, it is a single family house and, and this college is trying to get families back together and, and whole, I'm all about it. Whatever you're going to do for that child, right? Because in the end, it's all about the child. So, of course. Yeah. But they really shouldn't have to be baited into taking care of their kid. They should be doing it anyway. But yeah, if, if this helps, then. You should. And yeah, awesome. 
we've had this debate too. Like everyone has the right to have children, but not everyone has the responsibility to have children. So you know that that's a that's a bigger and greater debate by far. I I agree wholeheartedly with that. Yep. Well, last paragraph in closing. Well, uh, regardless of the reasons why dads spend more time with their kids, that, that time is crucial. When both parents are involved, children have greater support, both physically and emotionally, says Dr. Kennedy Moore, also known as Captain Obvious. <laughs> Everyone brings different strengths to being a parent, and having dad involved gives children access to a whole new set of those. Yeah, again, it's like, I don't know. I feel like this is so obvious. So so obvious. Yeah, but it's yeah. a great title. I mean, that su- that sucked us right in. And this came out of Parents Magazine, which, which is a, a fairly legitimate magazine. Yep. Um, so, dads, your kids look like you. Now you have no excuse. (laughs) Get on it. All right. So I wanted to go through a list with you. It's it's a little bit hard. This list is a little bit challenging for me because Genevieve is, um, she just turned one. So we're not quite at the age where a lot of this stuff is going to be pertinent to play yet. Yeah. But you, um, you are definitely there on a lot of these things. Right. Sounds and, good. Uh, so I want to go through these and I'm going to get, kind of give you the, the title of it. And I don't know if you, if you can say yes or no. And if, and if a story comes to mind, a funny story or something comes to mind, uh, please do share it. Uh, but these are some things. Uh, well, it's the best things about being a dad. And there's a, a whole list of them. Uh, and the number, the very first thing, and I think we've even talked about this, and I know that um, I've had this experience with your children. Absolutely <laughs> funny. But as Jackson has gotten older, he's called me out on it. Um, but the number one thing is your kids think you know everything. And Jackson has now gone to the point, like when I tell him something, he'll be like, Uncle Jim, you're such a joker. <laughs> I know you. I, I don't know. Like they, they, they actually, yeah, they actually ask me questions and I answer them. And now that they've come to the point where they look to my wife for uh, confirmation. Yeah, <laughs> they don't believe me anymore. So they got, they got your number. Oh, big time! Yeah, <laughs> big time. Which I don't, you know, I don't know if this is all right. So I don't know if this. I was thinking about this story today, anyway. So it made me laugh. Because I was going to make a, a post about it, a Facebook post. Because I feel like one of your jobs as a father is to, if your kids say something ridiculous, it's to support that and, you know, let them believe it for as long as possible. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like, you, you have to do this. Like, I, it is, it's, I mean, so... One day, the kids, and I know I've told this story on the show before, but the kids, you know, come over and go, oh, we're zombies. We like to eat clothing. Ah, you know, they're eating clothing. Yeah. Well, that was well over a year ago. 
they still think zombies eat clothing. <laughs> and I remind them of it constantly. Yeah. I feel like this is almost to a Santa level secrecy. You know what I mean? Like eventually someone's going to devastate them. Yep. <laughs> and they're going to find out that I supported this. I mean, they technically, I didn't lie. They technically just brought it to me. They brought just, it to your attention. Yeah. I just supported it and go, yeah, that's what zombies like to eat. So I feel like, I feel like this, I feel like this is, this is going to be devastating for them at some point. A kid is going to, and I say secret level sanity, uh, Santa level secrecy, because eventually a, another kid is going to tell them like, no idiot. Like they eat people, you know, like, you know, it's going to happen in school. Oh yeah. It's going to. Yeah. Yeah. If they ever go back. If they ever go back. Uh, all right, number two on the list is they can't fathom anyone stronger than you. Now, have the kids ever, have you ever opened like a jar of pickles or anything like that? And they've been like, eh, Well, of course. Know? I mean, I do, you know, yeah. I mean, when someone is so much stronger than you and you know, you can't imagine, right. yeah. So they think strongest guy in the world. So, but until they are with Uncle Jim and they're like, Oh, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, you're bigger than me, so that, that means you're stronger. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're not as strong as Uncle Jim, Dad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number three on the list is they force you to slow down. And we actually talked about this, I think, the last episode. Uh, you asked me um, what was something, one piece of advice that I think that, you know, someone gave me. And I'm like, enjoy each day, you know. Yeah really pull it, pull the reins back that is so hard sometimes yes and it was that's a great it was a great answer uh but yeah that's real it's really hard to do it's really hard to live in the moment uh, but it's important right you know it is really important and um so yeah it, <laughs> It's even important, I, like that Genevieve and Izzy's age, when oh yeah, it's so brand new to them and so exciting that you have to make it so brand new and so exciting to yourself. Just it, it really is so much fun to see them experiencing new things, and I mean, you know, the boys are are old enough that they're it's probably less and less, but you know, they're they're definitely still experiencing new oh, things. Right. Yeah. yeah, but but yeah, when you're seeing the baby just. Oh yeah, it's unbelievable. Like so, someone walking for the first time. So yeah, I, so Genevieve was—it was like a light switch today. Like yeah. morning, she was take, still like crawling and standing and like taking three or four steps and falling down. Did you cry? To me, coming home and like she's walking across the room, like all of a she learned to tap dance. Like I don't know where that happened. Like how did that? Like that was so quick. You know. Why are you ignoring my question? What? I said, uh, did you cry? Yes, I did cry. <laughs> I feel like I Of course I did. I feel like I shouldn't even have to answer that question. <laughs> should just be known. Next question, please. All right, number four on the list. The best part of being a dad is showing them the world. And and again, this just kind of goes right along with yeah. them discovering new things. 
Absolutely. You get to be part of like helping them discover those new things. And it is. By the world, you mean our backyard and Maine. Yes. Yeah, we're good. Showing them the world. Or lobsters and steamers. Remember Max? Max loves lobsters and steamers. He won't touch them now. He won't touch them now, but when he was younger, and he thought it was amazing because you and I and Jamie loved them. He loved them. Yeah. Not anymore. No, I'm good. Take a hot dog. Yeah. Our number five on the list is I don't get this one. Uh, you're no longer the center of the universe. I guess it's good that it takes. Oh, I guess you're not being. You. I guess you're not being selfish. Yeah. I don't, I don't. <laughs> Interesting. For maybe the first time ever, you care about somebody else more than you care about yourself. Oh, I see that. Oh, I get that. All right. So this is for parents that are having their first kid. You know. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you, I, if I you're, know. if you're married to someone, I don't, know. don't you? I, I mean, I, I don't know. Helpless individual, you know. Both of us have always like volunteered and yeah, done things for other people and put other people before ourselves. And so that I don't think that really applies to us, but yeah. I don't see how that could apply to other people. You feel young again? No, I feel old. I feel old. <laughs> So trying cool. to run around with them, I'm like out of breath. <laughs> up off the floor. <laughs> Jess yeah. is like, like, you need to get down on the floor and play with her. I'm like, do you know how hard it is to get back up? <laughs> yeah. It's not about up. getting down there. Down there is easy. <laughs> like there's a lot of rolling that happens. <laughs> Arms and legs are everywhere. <laughs> and then she wants to play with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh, number seven on the list you relearn how to use your imagination this has been fun i i don't i particularly my personally i don't think i've lost my imagination as you know because i'm in charge of the storytelling at camp every year mm-hmm. which is a i don't know if you know this but that's a great deal of pressure I'm sure it is. You get hassled about it constantly. Yes. I'm glad it's not on me. They're like, oh, Brendan and Jim. I'm like, don't put me on this. <laughs> like, it's not me. It's not my story. I, that's yeah. Jim's story. I just, I just sit by and go, yep, that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my contribution. <laughs> and I was really unprepared for this year's story. And I thought I, at the end, I got a good one. And the kids just kept calling me out and, and every time every time i must have referenced at least 15 different disney stories with they got every one of them and they got every one every one of them yeah <laughs> i think they still had a good time i think so i think yeah. just being around the fire and uh, listening to the story is fun uh late night feedings how was that the best part of being a dad? Who made this list? <laughs> oh, a mom. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it isn't supposed to be one of the terrible parts of being a dad. That's what we're told. In there. But those 4 a.m. feedings when it's just you and your baby and you're gently rocking them in your arms and listening to their gentle breathing is something. So I don't know about, I don't know who wrote this article but there's no gentle breathing at 4 a.m it's either screaming or sucking down that bottle 
Haven't had a drink in seven days. Uh, There's nothing relaxing about being up at three in the morning. (laughs) Not usually with a baby. No. No. Calling. I'm calling bluff on this stuff. Yep. Yep. All right. Where this is this is gold right here. This is definitely number nine on the list is embarrassing them. Oh yeah. Absolutely. This is this is this is the I'm not fully there yet. I'm not sure I can actually embarrass them yet. But trust me, yeah. when when Cameron, the fourteen year old, asks me to give her a ride somewhere, there's no better gift in the world. <laughs> Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because the opportunities are on. The, oh, you, oh, you, oh, you, oh, you need me to give you a ride to school? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I can do that. Yeah, I'll get it. I, I can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going like that? Well, yeah, yeah. I'm just, yeah. I'm not getting out of the truck. Yeah, but your hair's a mess. Well, yeah, it's all right. You're in your pajamas. Well, yeah, that's all right. You, you, oh, why are you bringing that? Why are you? We we don't need props for the ride. <laughs> oh, I know. I just is like, that a sign? Just, 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 just like to bring them with me, just in case. You, know? you never know. You never know. <laughs> I I can't wait for you to get to that stage when. Like, I, well, I think Jackson's kind of starting. To get towards the embarrassment stage, like there's a few things I said, he turned a little red, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He, they, the boys like to skinny dip in the pool every now and then, so we tell people about that, they start getting shy. Oh, he starts, oh, he gets a little shy, yeah, yeah. All right, number 10. I don't know, we're not going to go through all 30 of these, but no, 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 maybe, uh, I don't know, what do you think? 15 yeah sounds good having a kid is like getting a full-time personal trainer no 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 not accurate at all no because i have um become accustomed to eating uh puffs so now genevieve and i will sit in the recliner and she eats a puff and then she feeds me a puff and then she eats a puff and she feeds me a puff. So we're doing good. Yeah, we're not doing sit-ups at all. This is bullshit. No. <laughs> no. no, we have a personal trainer. His name is Fit Dad Dave. Yep. And uh, if you're interested, we're going to be starting the fit group up again. Four-week four intense. Yep. Yep, four, four weeks. Week because it's four weeks uh, shorter than the eight-week. Yeah. It's gonna be still the thirty minute. Either we're gonna oh, okay. we're limiting it to still the thirty minutes. I don't know how intense it's gonna be. We'll we'll have to check with Dave on that one. But if you're interested, keep a lookout. Don't forget to join that community. And uh, I just I'm gonna put it out here right now. Mm-hmm. When we have our first um, Zoom live Zoom with Dave to kick mm-hmm. off that four week uh, session. Yep. I am going to be shirtless. If he can do it, I can do it. I have to be shirtless. Then you're gonna have to be shirtless. 
All right, number 11, you're more aware of your own bad behavior. Obviously not. We just talked about going shirtless on a live Facebook feed. And I've been drinking a to-go Mai Tai out of a duck sauce container. As we Maybe normal people actually <laughs> learn. I, uh, who wrote this list? Okay. <laughs> Moving right along. There's nothing better than making them laugh. That is good. That is true. Oh, yeah. I, I that is like, the most wonderful thing ever. Especially at dinner time when we're all sitting around the table. I just <laughs> love watching her like get excited and laugh. It's the funniest thing. It's not so funny at three in the morning when I go in there because she was crying. And when I walk into the room, she looks. She at starts me, laughing. Laughs. <laughs> yeah. Not cool. Not so cool in that not cool. <laughs> With her, her TV smile, I was fooling around with Maxwell, and uh, and we were we were joking around, and told him I was gonna spit on him. So I, you know, just kidding around. Yeah. Well, I I he was on my lap. He get up. He jumped around. He turned around. He spit right on me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was a good one. I, I, I kept it together, but Jamie was right there. It was a good thing she was because she told me, like, "No, that's not okay." I was trying not to laugh. <laughs> was, we were fooling around, you know. He got yeah. excited, you know, and he, he. I mean, he didn't hock a loogie, but he spit on me, you know, and it was. And then he started crying. He felt bad. How bad? <laughs> he felt off. Uh, but you know, up until that point, he was laughing like crazy, and I just I love it. Even you know, my five year old, my seven year old, when they're laughing, it's just it is the best thing. I love it. It's the best thing. That is awesome. Yeah. Number thirteen, they'll give you a renewed respect for your own dad. Yes, that is true. That is accurate. Yep. I remember after. Jackson and Maxwell I called my dad and said I don't know how, I don't know how you did it yeah I was like you you raised four boys you know him and my mom they but they raised four boys and we didn't break any bones you know any major bones anyway I, I right. broke a nose and a finger but but you know we didn't break any major bones like we stayed relatively healthy we're productive members of society for the most part i'm like i don't man i'm like I don't, i'm shocked like it's like i'm baffled how did you do it it's crazy right because i i'll talk to my parents and and they're the in the same boat that you and i are in and i'm like how did you guys do it and like we just figured it out as we went the same thing you're doing it's just different times you just figure it out as you go. And I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I have a I have an unfound respect for you now. Number four. Not easy. You'll realize just how brave you actually are. So this hasn't hit me yet. Well, it kind of has um with the with the fourteen year old because when we went to Disney she was afraid of um 
I shouldn't say just she, her and I are both afraid of uh, roller coasters. We're not big roller coaster people. Mm -hmm. My wife, she loves roller coasters. Yeah. Uh, But I don't want to say that, you know, I I just don't per se care for roller coasters, but I do like thrill rides. So I've been trying, you know, the, we went to we went to Disney twice with her before Genevieve was born. And my goal was to get her on some thrill rides that they weren't roller coasters, but they're still fast. And, you know, there's, you know, um, but even then still, like uh, there was a couple of times, like we were going, we went on this one ride in, on in Epcot Center where it would spin to yep. create to create like a simulated g-force for like a oh yeah shuttle launch Mm -hmm. and they had different they had a a, one side was like no no spin whatsoever it was just kind of like the ride the other side was the spin to to create like the four g's or whatever and so we went on the easy one i'm like come on let's go on let's go on the other one and the whole time in line she was like freaking out you know, because they're giving you like puke bags and stuff, like, and there's warning signs all over. <laughs> and she's freaking out, and and I'm trying to tell her, I'm like, don't, it's gonna be all right, it's all right. But like in the back of my, I'm you're like, freaking out. I'm freaking out. <laughs> you know, I'm like, well, shoot, I hope I don't throw up when we go on this. Okay, camp. We get in like I'm like just look look directly at the screen, but I'm telling her, but I'm like telling myself at the same time. <laughs> like, don't move your eyes. Just keep looking straight ahead. It's gonna be all right. It's fun. Uh, so uh, I, I get this. I get. Yeah. I get. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. I can't say I've had the same experience. Have you? I don't know. Kids, you've you've brought the kids to theme parks, or yeah, we've been to like small ones, like Storyland. Yeah, uh, I don't know for you people who aren't New England Storylands, it's the uh, nursery rhyme kind of place. They have all kinds of rides based off of nursery rhymes and stuff like that. So they have a, a little roller coaster there. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they have a roller coaster. No, just a. So have you have you seen them like express any fear towards like faster rides? Because you have a carnival that comes right across the street from you, right? Yeah, we don't generally go on those rides. Those are sketchy. But uh, I'm trying to think. There's stuff that they've been scared of that I'm trying to can you know. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, but I don't know. It's not making me any braver. You know what I mean? Like I mean, you know trying to get them to go in the water or go underwater or go you know what i mean like that kind of stuff you know yeah um so i don't know i haven't really experienced the same i guess all right well this last one is a 15 man it was 30 things on this list but we decided to just do half yeah we'll cut it cut it down um, this last one <laughs> unless it's not a good one no it, it's a great one it's all right because this is a, something that happens to me on a daily basis. <laughs> and my wife uh, is, is like, I know you, you, you told me that yesterday. But uh, 15 is you experience true, unconditional love. And I think it's maybe twice or three times a day I, I look at Jess and I'm like, I just love her so much. I love her so much. 
Yeah. Like, I know you already told me. Hey, I'm like, I know, but I have to say it. I feel like I have to say it. <laughs> yeah. I. And, you know, you told me this, and I have a couple other friends that had children, uh, young children, while Jess was pregnant, and they told me the same thing. They're like, it's a love like you've never felt before. Yeah. Like, you can love things, but just having a child just is a whole different level of loving something. Oh, yeah, completely different. And I just, every day, like, even when she's just, it's fussy. She's fussy and she's mad and it's it's a stressful situation. I can usually just still sift through all that and just be like, uh, you know, she may be upset and mad, but she's still looking to me to comfort her and secure her and love her and help her through this time. And, you know, yeah. it's just amazing. Yeah, just today, uh, Izzy and I were playing, and she's crawling at me, and ah, oh, god, yeah, I'm just like, yes, uh, love it, I love it, you know, and uh, and I can get her to dance a little bit. She does her shoulder shibby, yeah, and oh, yeah, yep. And then I still I look at my boys and the stuff that they they love spending time with me. They want me to hang out with them, and I know that's short-lived i'm sure <laughs> yeah so i'm trying to i try to soak that in as much as possible and yeah i love them all and i feel like the luckiest guy in the world it's good it it's crazy right yep it is yep. no when when you know it prior to having the child you know and you hear that from people you almost kind of like shut it off because you hear it so much like everyone is like, you haven't really, you haven't experienced love until you have a child. You, so you hear it so much. So you just kind of like, like, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. No, I, thanks. I thanks wait. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's so true. Yeah. It is so true. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And, uh, and yeah, you're right. Until you experience it. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter how many times people tell you. Yeah. And I caught myself saying it now to someone, a friend of mine who who just recently had a baby. I'm like, you, you haven't experienced love. I said, you love your wife. I said, I have no doubt, you know, and that's a nice love and it's a solid love. But it's just something about a child. When that baby is born, it's crazy. It's just, it, yeah, it's so different. I love it. Yep. It is the best. So those are um, 15 of the best things about being a dad. Yeah, and uh, we'll grab that link. We'll throw it up on our uh, on our show page. You yep. can go take a look. Uh, we'll check also have the other article that we that we discussed. You can check it out for yourself and laugh. Yeah, <laughs> laugh while you watch. The obvious article. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, yeah, yeah, and. Uh, if uh, you want to get a hold of us, Brendan at dadsww.com. Or Jim at dadsww.com. And uh, get on the website. Leave us a voicemail. Can we, can, we, um, can we just do a teaser? Ooh, a teaser? Okay, yes. yeah, let's do it. Our hate mailer. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, 
figured out a way to leave us anonymous voicemails. And so we are saving them up and we are going to be playing them. We'll remind you of, of, of what the episode was and we'll play their, their message. But I think the biggest thing is that he's trying to remain anonymous. So if, so it's like, it's like an episode of like the first 48 or FBI files where like someone in the shadows and it's like this, like mumbled voice, but he's got a different type of voice that he or she. Ooh, he, oh, he, what? Ooh, ooh, <laughs> uh, uses. Yep. So I'm excited to, to play those for you guys. So we'll get those out in a couple episodes. Uh, and uh, yeah, and you also can leave us a voicemail easily. Yep. Jump on the website, click the link. And uh, you can leave us a 90-second voicemail. And it's right on the right-hand side. Of, when you, The minute you open up our webpage, it's, it says leave a voicemail right on the right-hand side. So just click that, and you don't have to be anonymous. And we want to hear from you guys. Absolutely. And, uh, we want to hear what your best part of being a dad is, has been so far. So Heck, yeah. This, you know, what, what did we miss? What What – has been your most spectacular moment of being a father share it yep. with us let us know all right people well, thanks for listening later later dads worldwide loyal listeners possibly you